0: Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 32 in the book of Revelation. Today we're going to talk about, and the title is, Hiding from God. So what we're going to do today is use some bad examples from the future to help us with our presence, our present. And we're going to watch some knuckleheads from the future try and hide from God, which of course they can't do. They're going to hide from his face and his presence and hide from his wrath in the future. And all they had to do to solve this terrible problem, this pickle that they find themselves in, was to change their present, that is, to believe and to receive. So we're leaving, in chapter 6 of Revelation, six different uh, seals that are opened. And the fifth one we talked about yesterday, and it's this sweet passage of martyrdom where new martyrs to the Lord are given these sweet cries of justice for justice, crying out for justice. And they get the sweet response from the Lord. They get his ear and they get a white robe and they get more rest and they get a promise that more (laughs) martyrs are coming. But at some point, it's going to stop and the last is going to be slain. And then we get to today's passage, which is chapter 6, verses 12 through 17. And when he opened the sixth seal, I looked, and behold, there was a great earthquake. And the sun became black as sackcloth, and the moon became like blood. And the stars of the sky fell to the earth as the fig tree shed, sheds its winter fruit when shaken by a gale. Verse 14. The sky vanished like a scroll that is being rolled up, and every mountain and island was removed from its place. Then... The kings of the earth and the great ones and the generals and the rich and the powerful and everyone slave and free hid themselves in caves and among the rocks of the mountains, calling to the mountains and the rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him who is seated on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of their wrath is come and who can stand? So we get here this preview of this cosmic destruction of the first heaven and the first earth. And people are hiding themselves from the Lord, the Lord on the throne and the slain lamb. And if viewed in a pre-tribulation sort of way, all believers, or previous believers at least, are from this period are gone. And some new believers are those we just talked about who have been martyred. Now we find these kings and great people and generals and rich and also the poor and the slave and the free, everyone who is any of great account and everyone who is no of count. And what do we find them doing? Well, they're hiding themselves from God. Now, does this remind you, anyone, that's what Adam and Eve did when they sinned. And the ridiculousness, of course, of this is you can't hide from God. Psalm 139 says it the best. Verse 7, where shall I go from your spirit, or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. Then verse 13, for you formed my inward parts you knitted me together in my mother's womb i praise you for i'm fearfully and wonderfully made so there's no hiding from the face of god but what they're asking here in the hiding from the face of god is they're saying i don't want your person god i don't want your presence i don't want what you have to say from say to me i don't want your revelation I just talked to a person who got back from a marriage conference, and I asked her, tell me one thing that you learned, and that was to look at him and to really listen. And what these people are saying here is, I don't want that. I don't want to know you. I don't want to live, first of all, let the rocks fall on us. Uh, And if I am living, then hide me. Let me get out of this situation by death. Well, I got news for you, people the judgment that we're, that you're worried about here, it doesn't stop at death. In fact, in fact, judgment really begins at death. What they're saying is, I don't want the wrath of God. I don't want his wrath. Well, wrath is, you know, even it's a nasty word, but it is, write this down, the just response of God to the unjust. And it's the normal response of the holy to the sinful. And... A great question, one of the great questions of Scripture is, who can stand before the wrath of the Lamb? It's an easy answer. The answer is nobody. Matthew 24 says it in verse 21. For there will be a great tribulation. Such has not been from the beginning of the world until now, no, and never will be. Who can stand before this? Nobody. So, believers... Or say something different. They say, "Lord, I want to stand before you. Your judgments are true. I want to know you. I want to see your face. I literally want to see your resurrected, uh, Jesus in heaven. And I want to live with you. I want some more time with you." So I have some advice to through these to us future selves, which is don't hide before God. Then, well, how do we fix that? Well, don't hide before God now. Don't take your own wrath. The the ridiculous part of it is there's a slain lamb, he's even introduced like that, in heaven, and you can say yes to him. And judge yourself now so that he doesn't have to judge you later and let the sacrificial lamb do his sacrificial work. So let's look him in the face now. He'll be holy. The problem is you won't be, and it will be brutal. You won't be able to stand before him now. So what happens? Bow the knee. Cast your body. Cast your crowns. Cast your words to him. Look to God. To look to God in the face is to repent and believe and receive. And we look him in the face now so that you won't be hiding from his face on that day. And let's, like Moses in Exodus, Or he says to the Lord, show me your face, show me your glory, and show me your ways. Let's not hide from God now. Thanks for listening.